0: Welcome to Passion Church. For more information about Passion Church, please visit us online at www.passionchurch.tv. Now let's join the service already in progress.
1: you don't even know this. There's an exchange uh, a zone. When you're running, it's, we see them just standing there and you see the guy take off, right? There's a line before they take off and a line after they take off and if the exchange happens before that line or after that line, you're disqualified because you didn't hand it off at the right moment. And so it doesn't matter how fast you were up to that point, you could actually be winning the race. And if you hand it off too early or you hand it off too late, you lose. Uh, There's this small window of opportunity that must be discerned and the exchange must be properly executed. And I just want to be honest with you, that exchange zone has been on my radar and Julie's radar since day one. When we launched on August the 27th or 26th, whichever day it was, I get them confused, in 2007, even from that moment, we would have discussions about we don't want to hand it off too early and we don't want to hand it off too late. And so we've been very cognizant of that fact, and and, and this morning I want to tell you that I believe this, and I hope you'll hear my heart. We are right smack dab in the middle of the exchange zone. We are running as passion. We are running on all cylinders, and I would say like this, we're running in front. There's a clear gap between us and the enemy God has done and has continued to do some great things in this house and in our people. And I believe we're right smack dab in the middle of the exchange zone and we're winning. And I'm thankful to God that he in his divine providence and appointment has given us the right people at the right time to make the exchange so that we don't slow down. In fact, we speed up. John and Lori, I want you to hear me this morning and I want everyone in here to hear me and those of you watching online, I want you to hear me and that is this. I want you to hear us as Passion, but me and Julie in particular, I want you to hear us say this. We pledge our loyalty and our love to you. You are our pastors. Um, Eight years ago, when I was ready to throw it all in, y'all don't know what was going on. This is not in my notes. Y'all didn't know that behind the scenes there were two people that came to rally around us and rescued us. Julie and I were ready to quit, it was killing us because we were doing it wrong. And we made a phone call to John and Lori Leggett and they came and walked and ran alongside of us and so I want you to know you're our pastors. We will protect you, we've got your back. If you hear anything other than that, I need you to know something, it's a lie. Whoever comes to you and says they're talking bad about you or saying something that you don't like, you look them square in the eye, and I know you're not blunt at all, but I want you to look at them in the eye and say you're a liar, and the truth is not in you, because we will... Keep your back. We will pray for you. We will pull with you. We trust you. We want you to run fast. We want you to run far. We want you to run us right into our promised land, and we won't be cheering you on from the stands. Instead, we're going to be right behind you celebrating what God is doing. We will follow. So our challenge to you is this. Dream big. Go for broke. Attempt something so big that unless God intervenes, it will fail. Here's why. The people of passion, these folks inside these walls that you will fall in love with and that will fall in love with you are built for more. They are built they are they are people of endurance, but they're also people built for speed. They were they're built to win and so we want you to take us there. We want you to take us and walk us into victory. Passion people, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to follow your pastors closely. I want you to do what you've always done. Follow well. I want you to do what you've always done. Be easy to pastor. Continue to be easy to pastor. Continue to be committed to encountering God so that we can engage our culture. So pastor, as Jonathan's armor bearer stated in 1 Samuel chapter 14, he said this, and we're saying this this morning, we are with you. Do whatever you think is best. We are with you heart and soul because we believe that regardless of how many enemies there may be, God will do a miracle for us. Who am I to deny what the Lord can do? So I challenge you, all of us, let's forsake our comfort zone and let's press into our God-promised destiny. So let's do this this morning. I want to invite Pastor John and Pastor Lori and their family to join me up here. Um, as they're coming, I want my family to come up here. Uh, Devin, Tow, Kelly, uh, if she's not in the nursery. She, oh, there she is. Mom, come on. I didn't tell you I was doing that. Sorry, Mom. I'm getting grounded for the rest of my life. Um, <clears throat> Pastor Richard, Miss Linda. We've come. Some of y'all don't know this, but uh, this morning. We come full circles. I I, I want the elders to come. My elders, Esther, Josh, Phil, Tari, if you'd come. You guys come up here. Pastor John, Pastor Lord, come here. Julie, come here. So a couple of remarks real quick, and then I'm gonna get out of the way. I wanna thank my family. Um, Ty was nine and single. Uh, (laughs) When when we started this thing, and Devin was six. And single. And single. (laughs) And uh, still is <laughs> taking applications. Uh, uh. <laughs> so uh, it's it's been a, it's been a long run, um, and but what you don't know is that we've come full circle. So in uh, September of 2006, I approached my pastor. Richard Goad, who was pastoring River of Life out here at 150th and Rockwell, and I said, I think God's calling me to plant a church, and I'm afraid that it might hurt our church. And I said, I won't do it if it will. And he said, you gotta do what God said to do. And they allowed us to leave in the same town and plant this church full circle now. Who knew? God knew. 16 years later, we'd be handed off to your son-in-law and your daughter, and I just think God is good like that. And so what I want us to do um, uh, is Pastor Richard and Miss Linda are going to come. and They're going to pray over us. Elders, I want you to circle um, our families. Families, press up in here close. Pastor John, if you'll come here. Pastor Lord, if you'll come right here. And uh, we want to exchange and turn and face me, if you will. Pastor Richard, will you come back here so you can kind of look at them? And um, listen, we give you passion. We give you the best days of our life. We give you the best people on the planet. We're with you. And we are convinced of this. Our best days are yet to come. They are. So here you go. Take it and run. Pastor Richard, will you pray over us?
2: Before I begin the prayer, if you are in agreement that God is in control, And we only want his will to be done. Would you please stand to your feet and join us in this prayer? Our dear Heavenly Father, we approach the throne of grace this morning with a sense of humility, but at the same time, a sense of joy, because you are the Lord our God. You are our Savior who has redeemed us by the, by the saving grace of Jesus Christ our Lord. And you are the one by your Spirit who has called us to follow you, to serve you, and to employ ourselves in full-time ministry at the calling of our Lord. We're thankful that our children, both our physical children and our spiritual children, have done exactly what you've told them to do. They followed heart after your heart. They have submitted to your lordship and to your will and to your plan and to the best of their abilities. They have executed your plan according to your will. We're thankful this morning to watch them together pass the baton, the baton of leadership, but also the the baton of service. The baton that says, I'm in control, but but the baton that says, but I'm dependent on others to make this happen. We're thankful, Lord, that you are doing this. We are not as the Pharisees who saw the Lord himself walking in their midst, but because it was not according to their plan and their thinking, they totally missed what you were doing. Well, Father, this morning, it's not by our plan, not by our will, not by our might, but it's according to the love of Jesus Christ in our hearts, according to the plan that you have executed today, that we're thankful for what you're doing. Thank you for Steve and Julie Ely, pastors who had a heart, to follow hard after the after God, to do what you would call them to do, who planted a church, who were faithful in the long days and in the hard days and in the tough days, to continue to do what you'd call them to do. Thankful Lord that they've brought this church that they've built to be a strong, thriving, powerful congregation to this place, and thankful Lord that they have friends and fellow pastors who have walked beside them for these last several years. Even behind the scenes when no one else knew what was going on, they stood strong with their friends. So I thank God for John and Laurie Leggett who have also been outstanding pastors and leaders themselves. And now today walk into a new place, not one that could have been predicted nor foreseen by anyone else, in fact, Lord, this is far different than anything we've ever known. And yet, Lord, we're willing to say yes to your plan. So I pray that the anointing of God that has been upon these two leaders and these four people will continue to be strong, that they will walk hard after your heart. They will do exactly what you show them to do, just as Jesus himself did. And I pray that the fruit of their labor will be bountiful in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. It's the right time. It's the right plan. And you are the God of all of this. Thanks be to God who reigns forever and ever. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray, amen.
0: Isn't God good? I stand before you today humble, excited, and I look to the future with anticipation for what God has in store. But I want to say this to you this morning. I want you to do me a favor. Before we can do the rest of this service, I believe that this congregation, this church, owes your pastor Steve and Julie Ely a round of applause for what God has done in them and through them and the blessing they are and have been to this church. Well, let's think about what I was going to say today. You, you'll learn a phrase, and Pastor Steve said it it's one of my favorite phrases, "I have stolen it from my father that the best is yet to come." And, and I speak not only those words today, I proclaim a prophecy over this house, that the best is yet to come. I'm excited I was reading in this week, and I read that, and I'm going to give you two sets of numbers today. The first set of numbers today is this, 43.03 seconds. 43.03 seconds. Uh, that is the world record for the 400-meter race set by a man by the name of Wade Van Newkirk. is his name. But I began to study... But then there's another race, and the record for it is 36.84 seconds. But it's in the 4 by 100 relay. Now, as you see, the time's faster. It's quicker. Two different races, but the same distance. On the track, the same distance, but different times. Yesterday, I was driving down the road. In fact, actually, Friday, I left here uh, from our graduation, headed home, and I was driving down the road and get on the turnpike. And as I get on the turnpike, I look down at my speedometer, and I'm doing 126. And I freaked out. I romped on the brakes. I slowed down, and I'm like, oh. I had images of being handcuffed, sirens behind me being put in the back of a car. And when they pulled me over, I was gonna say, my name is Steve Ely. I don't have my license. But all of a sudden, I caught a glimpse and somehow, somehow I had clicked kilometers instead of mile per hour. And I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. There was a hallelujah moment, a Holy Spirit moment going on in that car at that moment. Uh, my perception, my speed was totally different. And the, the reason I bring that up, because I want to share something, I won't be too long today. But, but I want you to understand something. The power of a team, the, the power of us realizing the season that we're in and when those times come. In fact, the, the reason I begin to wonder why the, the relay faster was faster than the the other record. And as I began to read and study, what I found out was just a a couple of things is, when you're running, that 400 yards or 400 meters becomes a long race. But if I'm only having to run 100 of the 400 of of the race, then I can run all out full force with everything that I've got. See, many times that's what begins to happen in our churches and in our, in our leadership that we don't understand that, that God's given us not only a talent and a season, but God has given us a time frame. And as I was reading that, I, I came to realization that we as a team can do so much more in the body of Christ. Can, can I say something to you today? Pastor Steve isn't leaving. He's still going to be on the track, amen. He's still a part of the race. In fact, and I tell you, he said it today. This race did not begin with Pastor Steve. This race began with with, with Pastor Richard, amen? He started the race. In fact, I begin to read, and each person that runs, those four individuals that run the race, each one of them have something different they are better at. They say the guy who starts out, he's got to be quick off the line and have a burst of energy. I don't have that no more. The the, the second guy, it it tells us, he's got to be really good in a straight line. And he's got to be good. He's got to, in fact, be perfect at taking and handing off the baton. The the third guy, they say, he's got to be good at going around the curves. In fact, they say he usually is the shorter guy. The shorter guy is usually better around the curves. They say, then the fourth guy, He's got to be fast. He's got to have endurance. But they also say he's got to have the the mental capacity that just in case that they are down, they're losing, that he realizes he's got to do everything he can to end that race strong. See, from Pastor Richard to Linda to Steve and Julie, Now, to me and Lord, we're all a part of the race. In fact, I want to put up a scripture I'm going to read to you real quick. It's a very short scripture, but it's important. He says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. We've all heard this passage before. The thing is, when we read this passage, what we think many times is we only think of Paul and how Paul has finished the race. But the Lord this week kept leading me back to that passage over and over again. The thing is, when it says, I have finished the race, it's not a finale of the race. It's just a different season for Paul. Can can I tell you the race and what God's doing here at Passion Church, it is not the finale The race is still going on. In fact, at this moment, as Paul is finishing the race, there are many men and women that are just starting their race. They're just beginning. And I want you to hear me when I say this today. It's not that I'm better It's not that either. It's that God put Pastor Richard there, Pastor Steve there. Now he's put me there. Listen, God has put us in different parts of the track to take this church. Listen, this isn't my church. It wasn't Pastor Stephen Julie's church. It isn't Pastor Richard's church. It belongs to God, and we're just on the track, running the race, doing what God has called us to do. Something that stuck out to me also about the race is the baton. You know, I, I thought to myself, how in the world do they run faster when, when they, they've got a way that, that, as you talked about, that zone that was so good past receive. They've got to get it just right in the zone, pass it just the right way, not drop it as they're running. How are they faster when they've got to do that? But something stuck out at me. See, the baton becomes a symbol. Of the purpose. See, when I get the baton, I realize that I'm connected to somebody else. That I just took it from a guy who ran as fast as he could run, gave everything that he could give. And as I take that baton, I don't want to let him down. And I know that there's another guy waiting for me. And I sure don't want to let him down. So when, with baton in hand, I become focused that it's not just about me. I'm not just ran, running the race alone that I'm holding on to something that reminds me that I'm connected to so many. So I walked in today, Kaylee and Blake walking into the back. As I walked in today, Seth at the back running their sound system. As I walked in today, all the lights and everything ready to go because of Jason and Sharers. I walk in today, I begin to see all the pieces. In fact, I saw the most important part, and I believe when I say this, you will be in agreement with me. Maria and the burritos in the back. <laughs> Hallelujah. For every staff member here today, you thank Maria that she is the one that is getting volunteers for you. Praise God. They are Holy Spirit-filled burritos. See, this baton, as they're running, can I tell you what it does? It also reminds them that there's a purpose and a vision. That I'm not running the race in vain. That God is, listen, can I tell you, God has given a purpose to this house, a will for this church. That there is a vision that was laid out on August the 26th or 27th in 2007. And can I tell you, it was in 2007 that me and Laurie took over our church in Wichita Falls, Texas. Sometimes I don't believe that numbers are by accident. I believe that God, even his divine will, is always bringing what? Assurance that he is behind what has taken place. I do not take this baton lightly. As I take it today, I know that there have been runner, runners before me that have laid a foundation, that have sacrificed. When I take a hold of this baton, I make this promise, that one day when I give it to someone else, I will say I've done all that I can do. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race and I have done God's will for my life. One other thing that stuck out to me was this. When it comes to the race, as I begin to think about the relay and the four by 100, I begin to think about the other three runners that have run, what are they doing? That last runner, he's given it all he's got. He knows that it's up to him to finish the race and to finish it strong. It is up to him to win the race. But I begin to think about this. What are the other three doing? You know, the Bible talks about a great cloud of witnesses. Amen? Can I tell you what's going on? When I told you Pastor Steve isn't leaving, he's going to be here. He'll be preaching, but can I tell you that he is cheering us on? Amen. Can I tell you that Pastor Richard, my father-in-law, he is cheering us on. See, he's in the race. He may be out of breath. Amen. I thought about that for a second. Those other three runners—they're probably going. <laughs> Especially Richard. (laughs) See, let me say something to you today. I promise you, Pastor Steve and Julie are sad. But Let's just be a little honest. There's a little thing inside of them. Next Sunday, they're gonna go, we don't have to be there early. (laughs) We don't have to be there early. But this promise I make you. They're still on the track. They're still in the stadium. And they are cheering us on. They're saying, make it to the vision. The prize lies ahead. God has got great and mighty things in store for y'all. But let me say this. It's not just about me on the track. It's about you helping me and Laurie in this next part of the race. I don't believe that any pastor is called to do it alone. In fact, we can. I'll tell you right now, I just want to prepare you guys. I'm, I'm good at maybe three things and that's it. And I'm terrible at everything else. If we need something fixed in this church, don't you call me. Unless it is demolition. If you need something broken, tore down, praise God, I'm your man. But if you need something fixed, I'm not him. If you Listen, if one day Abigail has to not, she can't make it for praise and worship. She can't sing that day, don't you dare call me and say, Pastor, we need a third for the team. Because it ain't going to happen. I'm good at preaching, leading, and casting vision. That's my strong points. Outside of that, everything else, I need y'all. I know this is a new change. And I understand it's a new season. And I understand it may not sometimes. And please do me a favor. I'm just going to beg of you from the pulpit now. Just going to say, don't, but that's not how Steve did it. Because I love him right now. I don't want one day to go, I hate the sound of Steve Ely. I don't want to do that. But what I need you to do is this. If in this moment of transition, as Pastor Steve talked about passing the baton, it's not just important him passing it to me, it's important that he's passing it to y'all too. And if you, as the body of Christ, will say, you know what, we're gonna give it a chance. It may not be like we've had it. It may be different than we understand. But I'm here to tell you, I believe in the vision that God planted in 2007. And I still believe in that vision today. And I will not let it go. Listen, I'll be like Jacob. I'll hold on to the Lord and say, I will not let go until you bless me. I want you to do the same thing. I'm going to grab, I promise you, my wife will tell you, anyone who knows will tell you, my children will tell you, I'm like a bulldog. I will grab a hold of this vision and I will hold it tightly and I will do everything that I can. And let me tell you, I have a heart for the lost. I want to see people saved and redeemed and brought to a knowledge of Christ Jesus. That is my heart's. I want to see believers discipled. The greatest joy I have is to see men and women come to the place that God's called them to be. See, I pray that right now I'm speaking into existence. There are some of you that are the next pastors and evangelists and the next prophets and the next whatever it may be, praise and worship leaders. It is my, it'll be my greatest joy to one day look back and say, it was because I gave them opportunity, not because of what I did. It sure won't be because of me speaking to a praise and worship leader. Amen, Julie. But it will be because of opportunity. I'm asking you, praying, will you join with me? Will you become a part of the vision? Will you say we will do whatever it takes to see the vision that was started in 2007? We will see it come to pass no matter what. Because, see, I'm of the belief that if you will, the Bible says where two or three are gathered, there he is in the midst of him. Do you know that he's here today? If two or three agree touching anything, if we will come in agreement, I'm not saying we'll always get along, amen. I'm not saying that we won't have differences, we will. You'll be wrong, I'll be right, but it's okay. I'm just playing. I'm excited about the future. Before we ever do this, and I'll close with this. A year and a half ago, God told me and Laurie that we're supposed to come to Oklahoma City. We didn't know why. See, God's always been faithful to me, He's always had to give me signs. Maybe it's because I don't listen. In fact, almost what about January of last year, we almost moved. We didn't know why. We just felt the Lord calling us to Oklahoma City. We were going to leave and keep pastoring in, in Texas, but we were just going to move here, not knowing why. I just couldn't get myself to do it. When Pastor Steve and Julie told us that they want us to take the church, we had to pray. And I put a fleece on the Lord that was about near impossible, almost impossible. And I said, Lord, if this will happen this week, I'll know it's your will. And the Lord didn't wait till the end of the week. God did it the next day. There's no doubt and let me say this you'll learn one other thing about me. I'm honest. For the last few days I've been oh, I've been stressed. A little overwhelmed. Every time that I do, every time the doubts arise, He'll remind me, did I not prove myself? Did I not tell you? So I'm telling with all assurance today, this is God. This is God. And if you'll grab a hold of the baton with me, give me grace along the way I'll do the same for you this promise I make we'll see God in this house we'll continue to see God in this house and God will explode and God will move and lives will be changed and I promise you this this community around us they will know this church is here So I want you to do me a favor. Will you stand with me? I want to pray today over the future. I want to pray for what God has in store. And as I pray, I want you to pray with me. Remember, the prayers of a righteous man are powerful and effective. I want you to pray with me that we're going to reach the lost with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want you to pray with me that we are going to disciple the believers and raise them up to become the mighty men and women of God that God has called them to be. I want you to pray with me that we're going to change lives. We're going to see addictions broken. marriages restored. We're going to see things happen in this church that can only be explained by the hand of God. We will continue the great work that Pastor Steve and Julie started in 2007. And Pastor Steve, I hope when this race is over that I have made you proud that your trust was not in vain Lord we praise and glorify your name we feel your presence in this house Lord I thank you for Pastor Steve and Julie I thank you for the great work that you have started in them. Lord, not only the sweat and the tears and the sleepless nights and the sacrifice, but Lord, I thank you in Jesus' name for the dedication and commitment to the, the answer to the call that they made so many years ago. And God, look where you've brought this church. Look what you've done in this house. What an amazing work. We celebrate that today, Lord. God, I pray for them as they start this new season of their life. That, Lord, you would bless them. Continue the great work. That they would impact lives around them. And, Lord, I pray today in Jesus' name that you protect them and keep them safe. And, Lord, I pray over me and Lori. That as we start this new work. That, God, your will and your way be done. Give us godly wisdom, knowledge, that, Lord, we would do your will, your purpose, and your plan. And, Lord, I pray for every man and woman that is in this house today. I pray today, Lord, that they would grab a hold of the baton, the vision, the purpose, the plan, and the will of God. And, Lord, they would grab a hold and say, we're not going to let go. We will hold on until we see the purpose of God done, the will of God done. Lord, I speak that the best days are yet to come. That I pray in Jesus' mighty name that you would bless us as we're glory. It's been a privilege to have you join us for this time of ministry. To find more Passion Church resources or to make a donation online, visit www.passionchurch.tv. Remember, you can't live without Passion.